Well done to Dan Andrews. I don't care what you think about him and everyone has their own opinion and everyone has the right to feel how they feel about Dan, but I think that man needs a holiday <sighs> in regional Victoria. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Once the borders are open. That's right. No, because you're right. You no can matter, hear it in his voice. I, I, just, I will say this. No matter what side of politics you're on, uh, no matter what you feel about this, the fact that he fronted up every single day without a break and answered hard questions, and I kept thinking about the toll on his family and his wife and his kids because he's a real person, and I think not many leaders would do that. So regardless of what you think of him, I would like, I pay him respect for that because I think if I was leading the state, I should, certainly wouldn't want to front up every day and be hammered with questions, right or wrong. Like it's a, a, a not, not one day off. Has he been perfect? No. Are you perfect? No. Uh, well. Everyone on the interwebs that doesn't like him is 1,000% perfect and have never done anything wrong yeah, in their life I before. I get that. That's how the internet works. Anyway, <laughs> we're out moving, of forward, moving forward, one thing we'd like to talk about this morning is how excited we are. Uh, All retail, cafes, restaurants are able to open with limitations. Yeah. So there will be lines, there will be temperature checks, there will be all manner of sit here, don't sit there, three people allowed in the room at the moment, not 300 people. So... Yeah. If you find yourself in a line tomorrow, out the front of Big W mm. or out the front of your local restaurant, just enjoy it. Yeah. Don't get cranky. Yeah. This is all going to be very new to us. And this is what we'd like to talk about this morning. Lucy has had a very visceral reaction to this news yeah. and not one she expected. This morning, I was so surprised. I did not expect to have this reaction. But on air, we started talking about the lockdown ending and I did not even mean to, but I burst into tears. And I was a bit embarrassed about that. But I said, and then you asked me what was going on. I said, I just feel really overwhelmed. I feel so overwhelmed because we've been in our houses nearly a year. Mm. Remember I, I had my operation and then that went pear-shaped and I was actually was like, like... the week before It everything. was actually a couple of weeks before. Yeah. So I was on my back flat at home in my own lockdown for a few more weeks. And then, so for me, it's almost been like this whole year has been wiped out. And so I got really emotional hearing the announcement. I got emotional this morning unpacking it, thinking about where can I go. I got emotional about thinking about going to the shops or seeing crowds of people or going and hanging out with my girlfriends. I, I just, it hit me like a ton of bricks and I burst into tears. But we're getting a lot of information all at once yeah. and there is a lot of feeling attached to that and I think you're right Liz I don't think any of us have really processed what we've been through in the last six months yeah. we've just gone about it every day getting through it every day yeah. and now we find ourselves at this place that we never thought we'd get to especially in the whole journey of things where we almost got there mm. and then we didn't, second mm. lockdown. And then we kind of almost got there last week and we didn't yeah. and we all went into meltdown again and now we're here and we just have to hold on until midnight tonight. But I, I agree, I think, and Craig Harper has talked about it. Yep. And so many uh, mental health professionals have said no one fully understands what they've been through and there's going to be a bit of a fallout totally. coming our way when people start to actually process mm how they're feeling about stuff. We've even talked to people this morning when we've been interacting with them on the show. Yeah. And we ask, how are you feeling? And the number one feedback we're getting is, I'm overwhelmed. Yes. Which is a good word. I don't know how to feel. Too much information, too mm -hmm. many feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm overwhelmed about what's about to happen. You're in a position where, and this is extraordinary, you don't know if you're going to go back to an Eastland or a Southland anytime soon. It just feels feels overwhelming. Because yeah. I know everybody will be rushing to the shop. So then I think about thousands of crowds of people and I almost feel like I've not seen anybody for nearly a year. Yep. I already battle a bit of anxiety at the moment in my own life and I wonder if that would trigger me being around crowds of people and will everyone be nice or will everyone be antsy and will people be pushing and shoving? I don't know. Well, this is the thing. I think this is a really good opportunity to be very self-aware mm. about how we operate as people, especially in the next 24 to 48 hours because you will want to go out and do stuff. Yes. And there will be restrictions. 
They're not just going to fling open the doors and you can go walk in anywhere you want to mm. walk in. You're going to have to abide by some more regulations and rules. Yeah. And how you operate and how you respond and how you carry yourself through that, I think we all could do ourselves a favour and realise we're still all in this together. Yeah, we are. And we need to look out for each other and look out for how we're operating. That's right. Because we don't want another repeat of what was no. going on in the very early stages of that first lockdown. The way that some of the, the checkout individuals at your local supermarkets were being treated oh, was that. horrendous. Now we have a chance to be better in this second opportunity to get back to normal life. So it's going to be interesting. I think we should throw open the phones this morning. I would love to talk to people and just check in. We used to do a segment at the beginning of lockdown called Touching Base, Not Touching Your Face. Back then, Touching Your Face was a big no-no. We rarely talk about it anymore, but it's funny how things have so quickly changed. But we'd love to do Touch Base on what's happened to you over the last few hours. How are you feeling? What was your reaction? Was it euphoria? Was it overwhelming? Were you crying? I'd love to know how you're all feeling. Lara said, I've had a lot of teary moments since they announced it yesterday. I'm not even sure where I'll go. She goes, I just want to be out. Got another text here going, I'm cautious. I'm glad, but I'm cautious. I'm not getting my hopes up. Maddie said, when Dan said it's time to open, I danced around the lounge room and then I burst into tears. Such <laughs> relief, but overwhelm as well. Yep. She goes, I think as we progress out of lockdown, people will start to really feel the depth of emotions yep. they've just coped with over the last few months. Yeah. I think uh, there's going to be a lot of people out there in the public tomorrow and I think there's going to be a lot of love. I hope there is. I hope yeah. there's a lot of love. I hope there's a lot of grace for everybody, a lot of high fives and elbows. We've got a lot of restrictions still to adhere to, but retail, cafes, restaurants. Yeah. Guys, restaurants. What Get is, your head around that. What even is a chicken palmer? What's a restaurant? Aha! But take it easy. There'll be lines. There may even be temperature checks. There'll be masks there'll be you sit over in that corner and then the other group of people will be over in that corner mm. but it's a start and we're a bit overwhelmed and we're asking the question this morning what are your emotions mm. how have you reacted to the news terry in baronia how did you feel when you heard the news lucy burst into tears oh. and i'll give you a warning now I'll probably cry again that's okay overwhelming is a good word yeah but i think it's not so much about moving out of lockdown it is about what we've been through. When coronavirus, when in December, when January, we're watching it around the world and we're seeing those scenes of New York and Wuhan, and then we see it hit our shores and we're anxious and we're, oh my God, how is this going to play out? And it's the uncertainty. Mm. And then we get through it and we start to come out of lockdown. We start to see our friends. Then it comes leaked into our community. We then panic because you can feel the tentacles coming out closer and closer to us. And then it's the anxiety, the uncertainty of how it's going to... Watching those numbers going up, mm. grief of people dying, knowing yeah. people are in hospital. It's the negative voices that have been constant mm -hmm. all the way through. It became the fear of anarchy on our street. Yeah. It was holding our breath every day to release or sigh when, oh, God, it was four today. Oh, it was five today. Mm. This whole thing for the past seven months has been all-consuming 24 hours, seven days a week. It's almost like, and hear me when I say this, but it's almost like a form of PTSD. We've had a very traumatic year mm. that none of us have been trained for, and right now we're all dealing with the repercussions of moving through that year. We haven't gone anywhere. We haven't been able to do anything, and yet we're exhausted. Mm. We're exhausted emotionally, mentally, yeah. spiritually, yeah. politically. Yeah. <laughs> 